Welcome to Donnell Edwards' Viewpoints, where your viewpoint matters. Donnell discusses today's major issues and concerns with nationally recognized expert guests, as well as a variety of other interesting topics. So call and express your viewpoint about this week's topic or whatever else may be of concern to you. Just call Donnell at 563-999-3660 to share your viewpoint. Now, with this week's guest, here is your viewpoint host, Donnell Edwards. Good evening, and welcome to Donnell Edwards Viewpoints. I am your host, Donnell Edwards. Hope you had an outstanding day today. For a lot of people, uh, school is starting back, so uh, the young ones are uh, headed headed back to school, or in some cases, they have uh, already started, and also on, on, on many college and university campuses, uh, students are returning back to the classrooms, and so uh, I want to wish everyone a successful year, whether you're uh, at the high school, elementary, or whatever level, as well as the uh, college and university students, and urge everyone to, uh, to be careful, uh, to, to drive with care, to make sure that the streets are safe for our young ones that are returning back to school. Have an outstanding program scheduled for you this evening. Uh, most of us want to live as long as possible, but we do not look forward to the negative effects of aging. There are things that we can and should do to ensure that we age in a healthy manner that allows us the highest quality of life possible as we grow older. On tonight's program, we'll be discussing Keys to Staying Healthy, a guide for young and old. Our special guest is a master-level gerontologist and certified wellness coach. She is also the owner of her own business, Holistic Living Consulting, LLC, a company that develops senior wellness programs for independent living, assisted living, Jerry Psych, and hospice. Please join me in welcoming to Donnell Edwards Viewpoints and the CWR Talk Network, Miss Cassandra Hill. Hello, Cassandra. Hello, Donnell. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Thank you for joining us. Now, uh, tell us a little bit first about, about, uh, about your business, uh, Holistic Living Consulting, LLC. You know, this is a business I birthed something out of love. I was diagnosed with systemic lupus in 2014, and God blessed me to enter remission in 2016, and I implemented holistic modalities to make that possible. So this year, um, in 2018, I started my business, Holistic Living Consulting, and it's a wellness practice where I guide individuals on their healthy living journeys. And I also combine what I do as a gerontologist into the wellness arena to where I work with senior care providers like independent living, assisted living, and memory care, Jerry Psych, hospice, just a whole spectrum of options for senior adults, and I develop senior wellness programs for those businesses, and, and that varies from business to business, just 
based on the residents' needs and and what's important for them to maintain quality of life as they age. Okay, very good. So you uh, provide a, a lot of different uh, services there, and uh, you probably answered this question already in, in, in that comment, but just to elaborate a little bit, in your role as a certified wellness coach and master-level gerontologist, uh, are there other uh, services that you provide or other counsel that you offer that, that you didn't mention? Um, yes, I'm also available for speaking engagements. I speak at conferences. Matter of fact, I just got booked for a conference I'm really excited about, um, Aging Science Conference. It'll be in London, so it'll be my first time speaking out of the country, so... I speak on, of course, issues that affect older adults. I'll come to your location and speak. And I also speak on um, just healthy living in general. So I'm available for women empowerment conferences or just any group of people who would like information on healthy living, healthy aging. Okay. Now that kind of leads into my next question. Uh, You mentioned that you uh, speak on, you know, healthy living. We want to talk some more about that too, but uh, we want everyone that's listening to understand this is not just a a program or discussion this, this evening for old folks, and I say that respectfully because I'm in that group myself, but, but, uh, it, it's for anybody that's concerned about the health. So, uh, is there a certain age group that you work with or who benefits most from your services? You know, primarily I do work with the mature adult population and that's people over 50. However, people of all ages will benefit from the services because we know that it's never too early to plan to age well. So whether you're 40 or 45, whatever your age is, it's always best to start early. You know, um, you can never start preparing too early to, to age well. Okay. You know, I uh, heard a gentleman once when I was much younger, and he had a lot of different things that he was dealing with in his, his, his older years, and much of it was brought on, you know, by himself because, you know, uh, he in, in, indulged in alcohol excessively. Uh, he was a smoker, uh, didn't eat well, uh, didn't, you know, exercise. And as a result, he was paying for that. And so uh, a lot of this has to do with choices that we make. So, you know, all of us grow older. That's that's inevitable. We, we mentioned that at the outset. But uh, what are some of the things that we can do? Uh, to maintain our health as we age and enjoy a longer and more enriched life? And at at what point, at what age would you suggest that we start doing that? I would say at 35, I would definitely start becoming more serious about my health and, and being more proactive about my health. As you previously mentioned, the gentleman who just, Poor lifestyle choices, you know, 
smoking and just when we get thirty five, forty, if if we're having a, a diet just filled with lots of fat, drinking soda, if if we're not careful we're going to start seeing impacts from it at that age, and they're only going to exacerbate as we live, you know, because around that time, it's real common to develop type 2 diabetes, which is a huge problem in our country. It's, in my personal opinion, I, I feel it's an epidemic. And so really I would say around 35, 40 we really want to start watching our diet as well as if we're not active in some type of exercise at least 30 minutes a day, I would say three to four times a week, it would be a great time to start utilizing that into our lifestyle. Also, everyone knows you are what you eat, so if you're not eating um, a fair amount of vegetables, you should be drinking at least about half your weight in water just to make sure that the nutrients in your body have enough fluid to carry okay. the nutrients to where it needs to go. So, So if you're not doing those, critical things, if you're not exercising, 30 minutes a day of some brisk activity, not just walking around the corner, something brisk that's going to raise your heart rate and definitely consuming lots of veggies and and drinking that water. It's really important. Over half our body is is water, so we got to get that water in there. Okay. Now, uh, speaking about choices, uh, uh, there there is some belief that uh, people who have smoked and smoked most of their lifetime, maybe even heavy smokers, that they can quit and it reverses the effect of smoking. And uh, my mother was a, a smoker. She started when she was in her teens and smoked most of her life. She's uh, 85 right now. And she quit smoking 30 years ago and thought, you know, that she wasn't not going to be affected by uh, the smoking that she had done before she stopped. Well, recently she was uh, diagnosed with COPD, which generally is a result of, uh, of smoking in, in many cases. So, uh, I mean, people who smoke definitely need to stop. But uh, what, what do they need to be aware of that there still may be consequences that they may have to suffer uh, as they age as a result of smoking in, in their early life? Yes. You know, sometimes, um, unfortunately, your mother was one of those cases to where there was enough damage to where she did, she has developed COPD. You know, for others, it turns out in their favor to where they avoid some of, you know, COPD, cancer, you know. Um, and that's just a matter of 
life, you know, honestly, it's, it's just one of those things. However, I would say for anyone who's out there and they're smoking or drinking on a regular basis, yeah, it's something stopping will improve your quality of life regardless. It definitely will improve your quality of life, even if you do develop a chronic illness later on because if you continue to do it, it will only make your condition even worse. So definitely stay motivated, stay encouraged to um, love your body and, and decide you want to put good into your body, you know, um, some of the things you can do to help with that is we know our gut, our stomach controls a lot of things in our body. So definitely keep that gut healthy, probiotic, regular basis. Make sure you get one that has plenty of micro bombs in them, good, healthy microbiomes, and that way our our stomach is healthy because when that's healthy, believe it or not, it has a lot to do with the rest of our body. So just making sure that although we're removing a toxin in our body, we're replacing it with something healthy as well. Okay. Very good. Good advice. Now, if you just tune in, this is Donnell Edwards' Viewpoints, and we're discussing Keys to Staying Healthy, a guide for young and old with our guest, Master Level Gerontologist, Ms. Cassandra Hill. If you have a question or comment about aging and health, call now to talk with Ms. Hill. Our number is 563-999-3660. That number again is 563 563- Nine 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 three six six zero. We would love to hear your viewpoint, and when we return, we'll discuss the impact of weight gain on aging. So please stay tuned, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag One Million Strong. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. 
We are the champion for life empowerment programs like Career Reels with Carolyn. We understand that many of our listeners need career advice to advance their careers to the next level, and others need advice on finding a job. We have been blessed with the addition of Ms. Carolyn Owens to our network. Carolyn is the chairwoman and CEO of Infinity Coaching Incorporated, which provides career, leadership, and life coaching that moves individuals forward, allowing them to take command of their lives. With over 25 years of proven experience, she is a leading authority on leadership and professional development and has worked with and trained top leaders across the globe. Her show, Career Reels with Carolyn, may be heard the second Monday of every month at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 6 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Career Reels is a show that discusses how you can become the star of your life. Carolyn and her guests will share with you tips and strategies on how you can reach and stay at the top of your game. You'll also hear about hot topics and trends that can make a difference in your career or business. So tune in the second Monday of each month to hear Career Reels live and get hired or take your career to the next level. For more information, visit Carolyn's page on our website at cwrtalknetwork.com. Hey, if you have really, really tried to lose weight going from one diet to the next, stop right now and listen to me. Let Jen Han help you. Jen is a food coach and body image expert in her new show, Nutrition Tips with Jen Han, The Effortlessly Easy Path to Weight Loss, is now on the CWR Talk Network. Jen's aim is to dispel all the myths related to dieting, debunk food rules, and bring enjoyment and sanity back to eating. You shouldn't feel guilty about eating the things you enjoy. Jen has lived through the battle of dieting and binging herself for 13 years and has tried every diet plan, every program, and every solution that promised weight loss. Hypnosis, diet pills, cleanses, detoxes, you name it, Jen's tried it. It wasn't until she looked at what was underneath the food that she saw any lasting healing. Now Jen teaches others the truth about dieting and how to enjoy eating normally. Listen to Jen's podcast, Nutrition Tips with Jen Han, The Effortlessly Easy Path to Weight Loss, on the CWR Talk Network online at blogtalkradio.com forward slash CWR Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash CWR Talk Radio and search for Jen Han or go directly to Jen's podcast on our website, CWRTalkNetwork.com and select Jen's page from the menu bar. Listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag One Million Strong. 
Welcome back to Donnell Edwards' Viewpoints. Tonight's discussion is Keys to Staying Healthy, a guide for young and old. And our guest is certified wellness coach, Miss Cassandra uh, Hill. Now, uh, Cassandra, uh, as we mentioned before we went into the uh, break for the, uh, the announcements, uh, are weight and weight gain areas of concern? And what are things to look for that may signal problems with our weight as we grow older? You know, if you find yourself feeling fatigue, you know, tired a lot for no reason, you know, you haven't had a really busy day and you just find yourself tired, that's definitely a signal that that there's a problem there. If you find yourself um, experiencing edema, and, and that's what we call swelling, it, you notice that you're having swelling in your joints, that's normally a sign of some inflammation there that is definitely a area of concern. And if you have a meal and after you have the meal, you're still feeling hungry, that that's normally a trigger that, okay, there is a problem with my health, my eating habits, you know, sometimes it may be your stress. It may be a sign of a psychological issue as well. Okay, very so good. So you definitely want to get that checked out. Okay. Now, speaking of that, uh, we are the Causes, Issues, and Life Empowerment Network, and we take that responsibility very seriously. So we're really committed to trying to help people with uh, life empowerment activities and programs. And the young lady that uh, we just heard about on the promo during the uh, announcement break, uh, Jan Han, she is one of the foremost authorities on weight loss in the country. And she is not just someone who uh, got an education and talks about something that's in theory. She went through this in her own life for about 12 or 13 years and had to overcome her own uh, eating disorders and weight loss problems. And she, she really knows her stuff. And I said that because, uh, because we are committed to helping people. This is not to body shame anyone or anything like that, but obesity is a, uh, an epidemic in the United States. And a lot of people are overweight or obese and nothing is going to happen for people who uh, are are in in that situation unless they do something about it. And we're providing a means to make that happen. Uh, Jen is going to be doing a live show uh, in two weeks at the same time uh, on on my show. I'm giving my time to her uh, 6.30 on the 27th of August and anyone that wants to get information about how she overcame her problems or how to, to lose weight because she doesn't, uh, you know, teach dieting. Uh, she teaches how to no. eat healthy and enjoy eating, but eat the right way so that you can control your way to lose weight if you need to do that. And so anyone that wants to talk to her and learn from her can do that. Or if you would like to be on the program with her, now this is all free, free of charge, and no travel is involved. 
uh, you just call in to the show and, and you can be on with, with, uh, with Jen and talk to her about your issues, your concerns, whatever questions you have. She'll spend some time talking with you and giving you that information for free that she usually charges for. So if you want to learn more about that, you can go to our website. That's uh, cwrtalknetwork.com. That's cwrtalknetwork.com on the homepage. And there's information about the, uh, the upcoming program. Also, there is a link where you can go and register if you want to be considered to be on the show live with Jen. So we, we encourage everyone uh, who may need some help with, with weight loss to, uh, to, to do that. Or if you know someone, tell them about this so they can do this. This is a free service that we're providing for our listeners. Now, getting back to what we were talking about, uh, shifting gears a little bit, though, uh, many young people feel that it's not important to give attention to their health and that they can eat what they want. That having an active life that includes exercise is not important. And they avoid going to the doctor many times when they're sick. So why is it important when we are young to plan ahead so that we can maintain our health as we age? You know, think of your body as a car. We have regular oil changes to our vehicles to prevent having a costly repair. You know, oil change, what, 30, 40 bucks maybe, and that typically prevents having costly repairs that runs into the thousands of dollars. Our body operates in a similar fashion. When we have the preventive checkups, if there is something going on, it normally can be resolved fairly easily, easy, as well as the recovery time for that. It's a whole lot shorter normally as a younger person. I can use myself, for example. I was diagnosed with systemic lupus. When I implemented the holistic tools that I use to this day, it took, even with a autoimmune condition as serious as lupus, after about three months, I was feeling pretty good. I was near normal, you know, whereas I know older people who have the same condition and the damage is a whole lot more severe. You're talking about a longer recovery time. It may take months. It may take a year for your body to reverse. So the younger we are, it it, it just makes more sense. And it's showing self-care and self-love for yourself. You know. Okay. Now, uh, as I was uh, researching and getting information about you and uh, trying to understand more about the services you provide, I noticed that you recommend 
proactive aging, healthy aging. Uh, can you explain what those terms mean and why they're important? Yeah, proactive aging is taking control of your health, and you're not waiting for a crisis to begin self-care. You know, proactive aging, you're not going to wait until you have Alzheimer's to start exercising, to start to begin taking supplements to improve your memory. You're not going to wait till then. You're going to right now while you're 40, you're saying that, okay, I realize that dementia is increasing in our country. This is something I want to prevent. And so starting today, I'm going to implement these tools into my daily lifestyle. I'm going to be proactive about this. Whereas healthy aging, it looks at the overall every aspect of the aging process. It looks at your physical, financial, mental, as well as social health. And at this point, I really want to emphasize the financial aspect of aging. I think oftentimes we we don't think about it. Unfortunately, as a gerontologist, I've seen many people not prepare wisely in their aging journey and financially they're bankrupt. So when you're thinking about aging, it's very, very important to make sure that you're financially prepared because if you're not financially prepared, it's very in your favor that you won't be prepared physically, mentally, or socially either because our finances really affect our overall health. It it plays a a crucial role in our health. Okay. So healthy aging is looking at that big spectrum. Okay. Okay. Now, going back to the proactive aging, would uh, I would imagine that would include getting regular uh, checkups to make sure we know what con- condition our, our health is in. Is is that? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Definitely okay. getting the regular checkups. Okay. Now. Uh, minor ailments. Okay, all right. And the other thing is the the, the expense, the finance. I I know several years ago, this was before the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, and there was an an elderly man. I don't know. I would imagine. I know he was past retirement age, probably in his 70s, and he was there. I I guess it was his his, uh, daughters that, that were with him. He had some family members, and he was at the drugstore. And he has some medication. And, and like you're saying, when when you get to be a certain age, sometimes there are medications that are required to sustain your life. If you can't afford them, if you can't get them, uh, you die. And this was kind of the situation this, this gentleman was in. And I felt so sad 
because his his uh, medication was several hundred dollars, and he couldn't afford it, and there was no help for him. So I don't I don't know what he did. So uh, you're right about planning ahead for the finances, and uh, insurance is good, sure. And you know for those who can uh, use Affordable Care Act, you know that's good. But Things are constantly changing. Administrations change, as we see now, and yeah. things are happening that mm-hmm. can can change that. So mm-hmm. it's the, the onus is on us as individuals, each one of us, to have mm-hmm. our own plan. So regardless of what happens yeah. with uh, the the mm-hmm. medical care that's provided by the government, we can still take care of ourselves. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad you brought that out. Now, uh, and we, we go ahead. Said, I'm sorry. Um, no, no, I just want to add, I know this show is based out of Little Rock, correct? Yes. And in Arkansas, at this time, we're number one in the nation for senior hunger. Number one in the nation for senior hunger, Arkansas. Um, it's something that's disheartening. Is something that really concerns me. And one of the things I noticed, I was born and raised in Osceola, Arkansas, and lived all my childhood in Arkansas and um, after college moved away. Um, but right now I, I am living in Arkansas. And, and one of the things I noticed being back in Arkansas in comparison to other places I've lived, we definitely have a um, lower socioeconomic status in comparison to other states. And that really hurts us when we get older. But we have to prepare better because, like I said, right now we're number one in the nation for senior hunger. And and basically what that boils down to, you have seniors who are missing meals. They're going without a basic necessity of life. And as you mentioned, this gentleman who needed medications, wasn't able to get them. For some people, I need this medication. This medication costs this amount. I'm going to get the medication and I'll just, Skip a few meals here or there, and, and that's not acceptable. I, that for me, it's not acceptable. So I really want to encourage people: if you're 30, 35, 40, plan now. Get an RRA. Get pensions. Plan to age, so you don't be in a situation where you're mi- missing something as critical as a meal. Thank you very much for bringing that out. And unfortunately for too many people in this country, uh, that that's a choice that they have to make. Like you're saying, it's an unacceptable choice. That should not uh, be happening uh, to anyone. Now, you, we, we talked about uh, the regular health checkups, but uh, there are screenings for both men and women uh, that are very important as we grow older. Uh, f- what are some of those uh, 
uh, the more important screenings that men should be aware of and should be making sure that they they get uh, taken care of as well as women and that they need to uh, uh, take care of in, in their lives to, to remain healthy. Okay. Men um, definitely want to get that prostate testing done, colon as well. It's really important. Um, I know most guys don't like going to the doctor. However, that test, can so benefit, so beneficial. You know, cancer now is really, really great treatments for cancer. If it's caught fairly early, you can have a great quality of life. And and so being sure to get those annual testings done is really important for the prostate and colon. With women, we definitely want to get the mammograms, need that done. Definitely want to get the bone density test done. Women are bones. In comparison to men, we have more fragile bones, and so we want to make sure that we're getting that done, as well as pap smears as well. Even though you get to a certain age and you're not bearing children, you still want to get that pap done. And and for both genders, the hepatitis C straining is really, really important because we're, we're seeing a, um incline with that with people over 50. So we definitely want to get that looked into on an annual basis. Okay. Now you you mentioned something there that uh, kind of uh, affected me personally. Uh, several years ago, I had a very 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 close friend, and uh, I was uh, I don't remember where I was now, but I was somewhere and happened to be speaking to a, a, a lady, and uh, his name came up in the conversation, and she mentioned, well, you know, he just died. And I was shocked because it had been probably no more than than a month that I had been in his business. And what had happened, he was not taking care of himself. He did not get the prostate check and uh, found out that he had prostate cancer. And when uh, it was discovered, it was so advanced that, I mean, he was he was gone. I mean, just in a few weeks. So. Uh, anyone listening, that is very, very important. That and the colonoscopy, colonoscopy. and I know there's there's a lot of controversy over uh, mammogram. I'm not female, so I don't know. I understand it's painful, but uh, I, I do know that research shows that that it helps. So, uh, just the, the main main thing we want to encourage here is take care of yourself. Take care of yourself, and there are things that that can be done that can help you to do that. Uh, so right now we're going to uh, take another break, and uh, you're listening to Donnell Edwards' viewpoints. We are discussing keys to staying healthy, a guide for young and old, with the owner of Holistic Living Consulting LLC, uh, Miss Cassandra Hill. 
your viewpoint matters. We'd like to hear from you, so call us right now and check in with your viewpoint, your question, your, your concerns, or comments uh, about health gauging. Our number is 563-999-3660. That number again is 563-999-3660. So call now with your question or your comment. We're going to take a short break, as we mentioned, and when we return, we'll discuss common diseases and conditions associated with aging. So stay tuned. Listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag One Million Strong. The CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like financial literacy. That is why so many people listen to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Lionel is a seasoned veteran in the finance industry, but more importantly, Lionel cares about people. He shares his vast knowledge of the finance world in a personal way that goes beyond dollars and cents with advice that makes sense. So let Lionel help you get your finances in order or avoid costly errors in judgment that may be devastating to you and your family. Listen to the Lionel Shipman Check Your Finances show every Tuesday exclusively on the CWR Talk Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. One in three adults in America have prediabetes, but most don't know it. To let people know it can be reversed before it becomes type 2 diabetes, professional basketball player Julius Randle is doing everything in reverse. I'm only dunking with reverse windmills. I drove the whole way to practice in reverse. I don't recommend it. This move is called the reverse shuffle. I do recommend it. And it took me months to learn how to speak in reverse, like this. <clears throat> Here's 10 almost for diabetes type 2 with living Ben has my mom. In other words, my mom has been living with type 2 diabetes for almost 10 years. So together, we want to say to the 84 million Americans at risk, exercise and healthy eating can help reverse prediabetes. Start by taking a simple one-minute risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. <laughs> Bet he can't say that in reverse. You're listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag one million strong. Welcome back to Donnell Edwards' Viewpoints with your host, Donnell Edwards, on the CWR Talk Network.
Good evening again, and thanks for joining us for tonight's discussion, Keys to Staying Healthy, a guide for young and old, with our very special guest, Master Gerontologist, Ms. Cassandra Hill. Now, Cassandra, what are some common diseases associated with aging, and what can be done to prevent them or limit their effects on our health? time to emphasize to everyone that normal aging is not a disease process. There are many conditions like diabetes, hypertension, high blood pressure, dementia that increase with age. However, they are not normal aging process. And so definitely want to emphasize that because I think a lot of times People just assume that with aging that the dementia will come or that the diabetes will come. And, yes, as we age, there are more cases of those conditions. However, it's due a lot of times to lifestyle choices. So we definitely want in the in the preventive Realm, we definitely want to prevent these conditions, and and I know it, it's going to sound repetitious, but we have to take care of our bodies. It's really important when we look at conditions like diabetes. Right now, diabetes is being called type three. Diabetes is. And the and Alzheimer's are being linked. We know there's type one diabetes, type two diabetes, but now in research they're calling type three Alzheimer's. So we know there is a link between diabetes and Alzheimer's, and we know that the link has to do with high levels of fat. So since this research is showing us this, we know we definitely want to keep our fats lean. We definitely want to stay away from high fat. We want to stay away from the sugars, candies, the sweets. Um, we want to eat as much lean as possible. And that's why I, I really emphasize um the veggies, you know, with our meals, making sure we're having a su- sufficient amount of vegetables, fruits, small amounts of meat, you know, um, really, really important what, what we're putting into our bodies as well as exercising because we also know with with conditions like diabetes and hypertension, that when we are overweight or obese, it increases our chances of having these type of conditions. And so making sure we're at a good, healthy weight is really important to prevent these diseases. Okay. So nutrition and 
uh, maintaining a health of weight are essential in uh, our health as we as we grow at, at any stage, really, but particularly as we grow, grow older. Is that correct? That is correct. However, I would say if you find yourself with diabetes, with hypertension, it's never too late. Don't don't give up on yourself. You know, um, as you mentioned earlier with with the lady who who show will be coming on on the 27th, you know, it's never too late. She's an example. You can implement healthy eating into your life and change your life. It, it's never too late. It's a lifestyle change. It's, it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle change. So just implementing healthy living into your life will help you. Okay. Uh, you know, you mentioned uh, diabetes, and I uh, uh, was looking on online today, and it's not diabetes. It's, it's uh, I'm sorry, it was uh, hypertension. Uh, anybody that's taking any kind of medication for hypertension, go to go online and look for uh, high blood pressure medicine recall. Because uh, there are some companies that are having to recall their high blood pressure medication because it's been tainted with a chemical or some substance that they think is a carcinogen that may cause cancer. So make sure you check to make sure that you're not taking a drug that is 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 in a, in in that recall. I just wanted to provide that information for for our listening audience. Now. Let's let's talk about some conditions we often hear about uh, related to aging. For instance, uh, you mentioned dementia. What are some early warning signs of dementia, and where can families find resources uh, to help them? You know, some early signs of dementia is typical to experience short-term memory loss, you know, maybe forgetting what you had for breakfast, you might have problems finding words while you're communicating. Your mood may change. There's a loss of interest in normal activities that you once enjoyed. Um, some people have difficulty completing normal tasks like ba- balancing a checkbook that's something I normally do on a regular basis that is becoming troublesome for them. Um, those are some indicators that, okay, um, let's go to a neurologist and, and have some testing done. You know, um, there's so many resources for people who have dementia, whether it's Alzheimer's or there's so many other forms of dementia. Um, Alzheimer's receives a lot of attention because there is a high percentage of people with Alzheimer's as well as some great nonprofit organizations that promote Alzheimer's, um, which of course the Alzheimer's Association is one of those nonprofit organizations and they're a great resource for families and and one of the pluses with the Alzheimer's Association, their services are free of charge and it's a great resource for 
not only that individual who is battling dementia, but for their caregiver as well, because um, it's really difficult in managing someone's health who has dementia, you know, um, not just their physical health, but you're making sure that finances are in order, legal documents are in place, like the medical power of attorney, financial advance directives are in place, which really is one of those things, like I said, prepare to age. Those are documents that if you're a right team, you should have. You know, don't wait till you're 50, 60 to start doing those things. Do it now. Um, but the Alzheimer's Association is a great resource for that. Um, some other great resources, the Area Agency on Aging. Every state has an area on aging that's part of the Older Americans Act. Each state is broken into is broken into regions, so just contact your local office and and they can help you with resources, whether it's care management services, if you need assistance in applying for Medicare, yeah, Medicaid, SNAP. They're just really beneficial, and, and another service that's free of charge as well. As well. Okay. All right. Now, uh, you, in talking about Alzheimer's, uh, I, I I don't know if everybody's like me. I'm sure some people know more about it than than, than I do, but uh, I, I know very little. And I guess one of the the cases in point. Uh, University of Tennessee women's basketball coach Pat Summit was one of my favorite people, mm-hmm. and she got uh, Alzheimer's, and within a mm-hmm. short time, you know, she died. Now all I know is uh, memory loss is related to Alzheimer's, but apparently, you know, people don't die from losing their their memory. I wouldn't think so. How does mm-hmm. Alzheimer's affect the body? Uh, can Can you explain that? Yes, um, Alzheimer's is, believe it or not, out of the 10 causes of death in our country, um, the conditions that cause that, as far as disease, um, dementia is the only condition that there is no treatment for. The medications, they do help manage, however, there is no treatment that will reverse the condition. And and so I just really want to emphasize that Alzheimer's is definitely on the increase. Dementia, period, is on the increase. So really, really um, support the efforts and research because we ha- as a country, we have to become more proactive about finding a cure for for this condition. And in order for that to happen, 
we need research dollars to make that happen. So writing your Congress senator and just pushing that issue is really important. But to get back to your question, yes, um, Alzheimer's does affect the brain. It does cause memory loss. Um, However, in affecting the brain, um, the memory loss, I think, receives so much attention because it's devastating for people to forget who they are, their loved ones. However, it affects our digestive system. It, it gets to a point where a person is unable to eat. It, it interacts on so many other symptoms. It affects speech. People eventually are unable to communicate. Um, it just cause, causes a rapid decline in in the body and and there's so many dynamics of dementia that we have yet to understand um and it varies from dementia to dementia you know alzheimer's normally people live longer with alzheimer's in comparison to other types of dementia like vascular or lewy body um But the effects it does on the brain, um, are very impactful because we do know that um, once a person does transition with that condition and autopsies are done, that their brain, um, the matter in it, it is significantly plaque. You know where where you see the um, what they call the amyloid plaques, and and they're very significant, and um, and so right now most of the research has been targeted on focusing on that, um, but there's so much more to discover with with what causes. The changes Okay All right very good Now uh, obviously I agree with you we all need to do what we can To uh, support the research To help uh, Be able to manage This a lot better Than we are now if if we're not Able to eliminate it and hopefully uh, That's that's the goal Now uh, there's another thing that's uh, A problem For people as we we age, loneliness is a surprising epidemic that affects millions of people. And studies have shown that about one-fifth of Americans report feelings of loneliness. A study from the Journal of the American Medical Association International Medicine observed the lifestyles and habits of about 45,000 people over a four-year period. Now, in a follow-up to that study, Researchers looked at how uh, loneliness affects people age 60 and up over a six-year period. Now, they found 
that loneliness has several adverse effects on the elderly population. First of all, uh, seniors who reported loneliness also reported high levels of functional decline. Functional decline was measured using four different factors. The ability to perform daily activities such as dressing and bathing, the ability to perform upper extremity tasks, the ability to walk, and the ability to climb stairs. Lonely seniors reported increased difficulty in all four of these areas. Now, a comparative analysis of lonely and non-lonely seniors found that the lonely seniors also suffered from various medical conditions at a higher rate, such as hypertension, diabetes, and heart conditions. Not surprisingly, isolated seniors were also 27.6% more likely to suffer from depression and 8.6% more likely to die during the study. So Cassandra, uh, what advice do you have for our listeners who may be experiencing loneliness because they have lost a maid or for some other reason? And for older listeners who may be experiencing loneliness because they don't have children or close friends or for caregivers for elderly ones who may be experiencing loneliness? You know, um, it's really important. I, um, while studying in graduate school, my thesis was on how does place of residence affect depression among seniors. And after I completed my studies, I realized that in the course of a year that seniors who enter long-term care facilities and whether that's a skilled nursing facility or assisted living develop depression within one year. And even in those settings, although they're around people, it still feel lonely. So feeling lonely isn't, you can feel lonely and have people around you. You know, so the the key in um, combating that is developing relationships. You know, getting out and having and meeting people that you can interact with, and you can build friendships, relationships with, and you're actually socializing. So that may mean going to a senior center where they have an array of activities through the week. It may include going to a meetup, figuring out some interests that you may enjoy, you know, trying something new and just meeting people. But it's really important to socialize and, and have engaging relationships, not just being around people, but actually socializing and having people you feel connected to that you consider part of your support system, which is really good for both parties. Um, Oftentimes we find people who are able to help one another in, in that capacity. It helps them in their aging process as well. So just seeking peers that may be experiencing the, some of the same 
challenges you're facing that may have lost a, a spouse or children may live a distance, you know, just meeting people who may have some of the same challenges as you and, and that's something you guys can bond over. Okay, very good. Now, uh, one of the, the, the challenges, I, I guess, for children as their parents' age is having parents who are independent and too proud to ask for help and sometimes may be at a point where they really, really can't live alone anymore. It's just not safe for them. So what advice do you have for uh the, the parents as well as the children who are faced with this challenge. You know, for the older adult, if you're out there, you're living alone and you need some help, ask. Ask for help. When you don't ask for help, something minor, just a minor problem can become major. You know, when I first entered the field of healthcare as a gerontologist, it really blew me away uh, the number of people who would come into a um, skilled nursing facility after they had a fall at home. You know, sometimes those falls happen. It might be something as simple as you may have had some carpet that shouldn't have been there and it was a fall hazard and now you're here, you know. And that's something that could be prevented. So if you're at home and you need help, just ask. Just ask, you know. Put out your mind that, oh, I'm a burden, I'm a, you know, because honestly, when you don't ask for help and it becomes a bigger problem, then it's becoming more of a time constraint for whoever is providing that care for you. So if you're thinking, oh, I'm a bother, I'm sure whatever that issue is, they would rather deal with something minor versus something major. So just go ahead and just ask for that help. If you're okay. a family member, Yeah. And and uh, and also if you're a family member and you're noticing this with your loved one, you're noticing with mom or dad that seems like they're needing some help. You know, I'm noticing some changes. Get some resources in to help. You know, I I would recommend contacting a geriatric care manager who can link you to some resources, whether that's home health, Meals on Wheels, whatever services are appropriate for your loved one. Now, get those resources in place, and if you're still feeling that there's something missing, take them to a a place that can meet their needs, whether it's adult daycare, assisted living, skilled nursing facility, 
whatever that looks like. Because at the end of the day, you want what's best for your loved one. And if resources at home isn't working for them, explore other options. But you want them to have the best care possible, you know. You should want that for your loved one. Okay, very good. Now, uh, what final advice do you have for our listeners to ensure the best quality of life now and as we age? You know, healthy aging, healthy aging begins, if you're living, it begins today. You know, lay the proper foundation through healthy eating, exercise, your body will thank you. So put good in, get good out. Okay, that's a very good way of putting it. Thank you very much. And Cassandra, thank you for sharing your knowledge with us about this very personal and sensitive subject and helping us understand not only the importance of planning to age with our health in mind, but the wisdom of doing so. So thank you so much. And for those who are listening who would like to contact you, perhaps to speak to their organization or their corporation, or to learn more about your business and your services that that, that you provide, how may they contact you? Sure. You can find me online, my website, Cassandra, that's C-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A-R-H-I-L-L.com. That's my website, CassandraRHill.com. You can find me there. And, um, my website has links to all my social media, Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can also arrange for a free wellness consult. That's 15 minutes for your consulting with me and seeing if you're ready to make a change with your life, your health. That's available as well. Um, you can also call me on my one eight hundred line at eight seven seven three six five eight six four eight. And normally those calls are returned within a twenty four hour turnaround period. So if you have any questions, feel free to call or email. And there's a contact us link on the on the website as well for you to do that with any questions you have. Okay. Thank you so much. And uh, Cassandra, if you need a valet for your trip to London, uh, I'm available, so just give me a call, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All righty. It's April. It's April next year, so hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And thanks again for, for joining us for this evening. You you have a good evening. Now, uh, next you week. Do the same. Okay. Uh, please join me next week for another interesting program. And uh, as a result of the hashtag MeToo movement, many managers and executives are afraid of being falsely accused of conduct that may result in damaging their career. So what do you do? If you seriously want to avoid false accusations of sexual misconduct in the workplace, 
Our guest for this program, Erica Patterson, is an author and relationship coach and is an expert in this area and has, in fact, developed the new rules for engaging women at work, which is starting to become the gold standard for establishing corporate policies that provide guidelines for interactions between different genders in the workplace. This program is for everyone, and we encourage you to make your manager and your corporate executives aware of the program and encourage them to listen along with you. So be sure to join us for this program uh, next week, and uh, we look forward to seeing you then. And don't forget, in two weeks, on the 27th of this month, we have our special program, uh, Jan Hand Live, and we encourage you to go to our website and uh, follow the instructions there to register so that you may be on the program with Jan. So thanks for joining us again tonight. And until next week, good night, everyone, and have an awesome, awesome week. You're listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network, hashtag one million strong. Mm-hmm.